Welcome back to Love Letters and Mixtapes. I am so glad you're here. This podcast explores all the things that our younger selves needed to hear, whether that was 30 years ago, 3 years ago, or yesterday. After you listen to this episode, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform. You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok at Love Letters and Mixtapes, or send me an email at loveLettersAndMixtapes at gmail.com. While this is going to be a pretty informal episode, I just wrapped up my work day and decided to sit in front of my mic, put my headphones on, and hit record. I wanted to speak about post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. This isn't the first time I've spoken about it on the podcast. You can go back and find some other episodes that do more of a deep dive on the topic. But today I wanted to speak about something very particular with PTSD. And it's something that all PTSD survivors are probably all too familiar with. And that is when we have PTSD flare-ups. And what triggers those flare-ups how we respond, how we feel inside, can be different for everyone. You could be going about your day and nothing out of the ordinary is happening, and then all of the sudden, you are just blindsided by it. And it's almost as if these feelings that you've had some distance from barge in the door and make themselves at home. For some people, anniversaries can be really triggering. And on paper, it almost makes no sense, right? Obviously, there is distance in time between when this thing happened and now, and it's really just a date on the calendar, and you can prepare yourself and intellectualize it, and then all of a sudden the day shows up and for some reason this darkness descends or this feeling of anxiety rises up in you, and you know it'll pass and you know you're not in the same experience, but it's still there. These feelings that you just can't get around in the moment. And for others, something might take us by surprise. Maybe we receive a piece of news, or we have an interaction, or we have an experience that, well, may not be directly connected, but it triggers something in us. And we have that experience all over again. Very often, people talk about post-traumatic stress disorder and trauma and try to explain that it is not what happened to you as much as it is your experience of what happened, your feelings about what happened, your memories about what happened. And I don't talk about these things on the podcast because I think that there is just one way to figure it out, to fix it, to never experience it again. I talk about it because these things happen. And I never want anyone to feel as if they are the only one who has ever experienced it or that they are out there on their own or that there is no way out of it or that they can't talk about it. And when you are in that triggered PTSD experience and you have these sensations in your body or you begin to have certain thoughts or feelings it can be really difficult to sort it out in the moment. I find that it's very disorienting, even if it's slow and it moves in and descends like a fog. It is very disorienting. And there's a level of shame associated with it 
because we tell ourselves this message that floats around in the world that shouldn't you be over this by now? Shouldn't you have moved past this? Shouldn't you be better than this? Why is this still bothering you? When are you ever going to get over it? And while those phrases are ridiculous and harmful, they are pretty common. And people can say them to us in very blunt ways or sometimes very subtle ways or just insinuate that us re-experiencing something is an inconvenience. And then we may begin to be the one who says that to ourselves or creates that shame within ourselves that we are an inconvenience in our own life. Why are you back here again? Why are you struggling with this thing? I thought you were over it. Why can't you move beyond this? You're messing up the works. We could be so much better by now. Look at what we could have if you could just, if you could just, if you could just. I believe that PTSD is not a one-size-fits-all experience, but I do know that there are some common threads, and it is important to have spaces where you can talk about it, but also to have places where you can listen. And you don't have to be in the action of curating your experience for someone else or being self-conscious about your experience in front of someone else, which is very much why I like to talk about it on the podcast, because I can imagine someone very much like myself who maybe is having a hard day at work, and they're navigating this experience with PTSD that just blindsided them. It just came up out of nowhere. And instead of struggling to put words together, to develop a cohesive thought that you can share with someone and not be destroyed by shame afterwards, instead of having to look good, sound good, feel good, wear that mask, I think it's really helpful to just put your headphones on and listen to someone else reassure you that you will move through this. And even though you don't feel okay right now, you will be okay. And you are okay. What's going on right now is your body, your mind, your spirit, trying to make sense of all the things that are going on inside of you. And so yes, it is a little disorienting, but things will fall back into place. And if your experience of being triggered and blindsided by PTSD occurs during a deeply inconvenient moment, which it always does, by the way, I think it's important to talk about emotional tools for our toolkit. And they don't have to fix everything and they don't have to cure anything, but they are there to remind you that you do have tools. And yes, it can feel really overwhelming. Like you're in the wilderness, in the dark, without a map. But the fact is that you have probably been here before and you can navigate your way out of it. And yes, it might be really uncomfortable, it might be overwhelming, it might be pretty scary, but you can do this. And so in those really inconvenient moments when PTSD shows up knocking on the door, I think it can be really helpful to create structure. And by that I mean 
figuring out a way to get through the day because sometimes we just need to do that. We just need to finish our workday. We just need to get through school. And I know that the idea of muscling through is something I've spoken about a lot on this podcast and how we should probably not do that. I think there are certain situations when we have to. I have absolutely been in the middle of a workday and had to just put one foot in front of the other while I was crumbling inside. And while I don't recommend it on a consistent basis, I know that one foot in front of the other energy was what helped me in the long run. I didn't want to share my trauma or talk about what was going on inside of me with the people in front of me. I wanted to get through the day. I wanted to find a position of neutrality, not to ignore my feelings, but to make space for them. And by creating that structure and identifying, all right, how much time do I have left? Am I here for three more hours? I can do anything for three hours. And then figuring out what is the structure when I leave this moment? What will I do when I walk out the door? How will I get home? What am I going to do this evening? Are there things I can do to take care of myself? And I know that this can sound really simplistic or obvious to someone who maybe has never experienced it. I also know that when we are in those moments and we are navigating the physical, mental, spiritual, emotional side effects of PTSD, putting one foot in front of the other and breaking our tasks down into small, manageable bites is really important. A phrase I often use is just do the next right thing. Because when I'm going through a PTSD flare-up, I'm thinking about the past. I'm thinking about the future. I can't be in the moment. So when I bring myself back to center and say, just do the next right thing, take the next indicated action. I get myself out of the future. I get myself out of the what ifs. I get myself out of all the what happens. And I bring myself to one foot in front of the other. And I know that when someone's going through a particularly difficult time, that can almost sound like I'm minimizing the experience. And I understand that because I've been through the whole spectrum of this experience myself. And I will say that it's really about honoring the long-term experience of this. When I'm having a very acute experience, I can't imagine what chronic or long-term management would look like. And I find that these are really helpful tools. Another emotional tool, and this one can sound ridiculous, I'm totally fine with you disagreeing with me, is I like to count my small victories. And this is something that does really help to bring me back to center. These don't have to be extravagant, over-the-top accomplishments that I've experienced. These can be the little things that I'm doing on a daily basis to take care of myself and create the life I want. And actually listing them or saying them out loud, honoring the small victories, bringing yourself into the moment and saying, what is my life now? How am I doing well? What does that look like? How does that show up in my life? I think that that is very, very powerful. And so it's not slamming the door on your feelings, on intrusive thoughts, on perseverating on the past. It's not slamming a door on that and saying, don't do that. 
it's saying there is room for that, but I can also take the next 60 seconds and rack up my small victories and say, I have a beautiful life. My home is warm and safe and cozy and I love it here. I have a rewarding job or I have close relationships with people, or I'm taking really good care of my health, I'm taking very good care of myself, whatever it is for you, I think it's really important to pay attention to those small wins, to honor them, to communicate them to yourself in some way that can get through that fog that we talked about earlier. And this last thing I want to talk about, it might be a little controversial. I have no idea. I actually wish somebody had told me this day one, second one of my PTSD experience is that not every person is the person that you can go to with your story. Not everyone can receive your experience, nor should they, but not everyone is equipped. Not everyone is available for that. So it's really important to be aware of what you are going through, who you feel safe with, and what those boundaries are. Being aware of the covenant, of the relationship, of the trust, of what is actually going on in this relationship. And I believe that this is so important because disorienting is the word I used earlier. So if I am disoriented, there's a natural inclination to want to connect and reach out to someone and have a touchstone and have a grounding experience All of that is so completely understandable, but also being aware of is me communicating how I'm feeling or what I experienced to this particular person going to make me feel worse? Is it going to make me feel violated versus vulnerable? Do I know the difference? Have I had an experience with the difference? And if I can't speak about what's happening inside me with this one particular person or this group of people, do I have people I can go to with my thoughts, my feelings, my fears, my needs, my anxiety, my experience? Do I have a place in my life where I can talk about that? And it's funny, I mentioned that this last thing I said was going to be the final thing, but I thought of one more thing. I sort of touched on it earlier, but I really want to reiterate it again. Not beating ourselves up for having this experience with PTSD. I promise you, if you struggle with PTSD, you've already been through enough. You don't also have to beat yourself up for re-experiencing things in this way. You don't also have to beat yourself up for intrusive thoughts or nightmares or anxiety or just human emotions for crying about something that happened a long time ago, for having waves of emotion of things that maybe you haven't come to terms with yet, or maybe you did come to terms with it and you're just a human being and something in your day reminded you of it. And it's still okay to take a pause and sit with those feelings. I know that for many of us, we can have this intense desire to want to be better, to want to have this experience finally neatly folded into a box that we can put in a closet and lock the door and not have to reopen it again, or not feel like someone has ransacked our emotional space and 
torn the package open and here is our personal experience strewn all over the floor and we have to gather it up and hide it again. That's sometimes how I feel. Sometimes I'm blindsided by my experience with PTSD and it feels like, God, why aren't I done with this yet? Why isn't it over yet? And then on the other hand, I know that those experiences are a part of me and I don't want to reject myself. And I really encourage you to not reject yourself, not to reject your human experience, the many emotions that come up surrounding PTSD, the evolution that happens when you do work through something and you develop these emotional muscles, and the maturity that comes with relying on your emotional tools. It's not about never experiencing something again, and I get that that's a huge thing and sort of new age spirituality or we hear it in society. I don't know. I don't really agree with it. I think things happen. I think real life happens. I think we're human beings. We're sensitive. We pick up on things and we're not built to be these robots. If you're going about your day and you're interacting with people, whether it's through a screen or in person, someone's going to say something. Someone's going to remind you of something. So it's not about moving past something with rigidity, shutting the door and saying, I'll never have to deal with that again. Maybe it's about saying, I think I'm going to be okay no matter what. And I also think it's okay if I have a bad day, or I have a bad week, or I'm going through emotions, or I can't explain it, or I don't have words for it, or I don't feel like I'm at my best right now. I think all of that is okay. And I sat down today to talk about this. Maybe just one person needs to hear me say this. Maybe one person needs to feel like, They are not defective or they're not crazy or there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just life. You're just a human being and it's okay. And just as I think it's important for us to seek out resources to support ourselves, to reach out to professionals when we need that help, I also think it's important to create a life that can take care of us when we have these inevitable moments. It's not about setting ourselves up for a life where it never happens again. And maybe developing those tools means that one day the script flips and you're the person who models those tools for someone else who's learning them for the first time, who's experiencing this for the first time. And it is so essential that you're there and you have these tools at your fingertips and you say, oh, I do it all the time. I use this all the time. And you make it okay for them to learn something new and to do something awkwardly and to not be perfect while also navigating everything that comes with PTSD. So I know this topic can be particularly sensitive for PTSD survivors. I am one myself. I'm never going to speak about it perfectly. I don't think anyone can. It's such a layered experience. And that's not my goal. My goal is that wherever you are, whoever you are, you know that there is this tiny little corner of the universe where you can pick up your phone and plug in your headphones and hear someone talk about this, not in a scholarly way, not in a perfect way, and most likely not in a therapeutic way, but just in a way that reminds you that you are not alone, that you're okay even when you're not feeling okay. There are solutions 
There is community out there. There are other people who have experienced very similar things to what you've experienced. And even if they haven't experienced the exact same thing, they probably have a lot of the same feelings. You're not wrong. Your experience is valid. And there is space for you. Well, this was a completely impromptu episode that I sat down to record after a particularly challenging day. So I think I'll just wrap it up right there and say thank you for being here. Until next time, please make sure to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast listening platform. Maybe send this episode to someone in your life who would resonate with it. Maybe someone in your life needs to hear it. You can also take a moment to like, rate, and review this podcast. If you have any suggestions for topics that you'd like to hear on the podcast, please send me an email at loveletters and mixtapes at gmail.com.